winning comes with a lot of perks, you know, and, and I think I was kind of in a similar, similar situation as Nick. I, I really hadn't gotten off to quite the start I wanted to this season. Um, and I was feel like I'm like going forward. I was playing on playing a lot because you're just trying to push and get as many FedEx cup points as you want um, to try to make East Lake. Um, but now it's like, you know, we won, we got a bunch of FedEx cup points. Now we kind of, like you said, have the luxury of kind of making our schedules. And I think that's, that's huge because now we can plan for, you know, the, the load management leading up to big tournaments and stuff like that. So it's monumental. Welcome back to any given Monday. Now, Nick Hardy and Davis Riley, winners of the Zurich Classic for both of them, their first win. Talked about what it's like to play alternate shot coming down the stretch, how much pressure it is, how anxiety, how much anxiety is involved watching someone else kind of control where you're at. Um, and talked about what it means to their career, uh, how they they can practice different, schedule different uh, places they look forward to going now that they're uh, PGA Tour winners and what it means about designated events next year. So really nice of them to join me. Uh, and lastly, we talked about whether or not they withdrew from Mexico because they had a hangover. Nick Hardy was on this uh, podcast five weeks ago, and he was in the middle of a five-miscut uh, in a row slump. And now he's a PGA Tour winner. His career has drastically changed. Davis didn't have a great start to the year either. And now in Maui, in the PGA Championship, I re- again, I really appreciate them joining me. Before we get in the interview, Golf Tech, as always, the way to way better. Go check them out. Huge supporter of mine. Got a new show, Monday Q versus Monday Q, coming out in about a month or so. Exciting stuff ahead. They've been awesome on the foundation side of it. I mean, they're just great supporters of mine. I really appreciate it. GolfTech.com. Go get some lessons. Without further ado. Here is Davis Riley and Nick Hardy talking about their Zurich Classic win. The most recent PGA Tour winners, Nick Hardy, Davis Riley. Fellas, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. First question, I know the tour does not allow you for withdrawing for a hangover, but that's the reason you, you guys went or not in Mexico, right? Is that, come on, let's let's break it here. Shoot, shoot us straight. How how big was the party after you won? No, it, it was a good time. We, um, you know, we had both of our caddies and some family and friends over, so it was pretty special. You know, we uh, we just kept it pretty low key, had some nice steaks, uh, had a couple drinks, um, and no, it was a really good time with everybody. Nick, how bad was the hangover? One to ten. Really bad because the last time I drank more than two drinks in a night was uh, Black Wednesday. So it was. It's been a while, and it only it only takes a couple beers. Yeah, got it. <laughs> he's he's, uh, a, he's a lightweight. Yeah, I understand. Uh, guys, let's go back. I mean, alternate shot. Is there anything? Obviously, team golf in general is not something you do often. But uh, is there anything more anxiety ridden than alternate shot with a good friend? In a, especially when you're in contention? Yeah, it, it's an interesting format. Um, no, me and Nick, you know, we're, we've got a good friendship, so there's definitely a level of comfort there. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's hard. I mean, well, you know, me and Nick have talked about this. I mean, we're, we're golfers. We like to be kind of in control at all moments. But 
Um, yeah, so, it, but when you've got a partner, you know, and Nick, or hopefully he'd say the same for me, it's, uh, you know, we had a lot of trust in each other and it was pretty easy. I mean, and there was really not much strategy to it. It was just kind of one of those things I was like, hey, I played the evens last year and he played the odds last year. So it was just like, it was kind of easy. So we're like, I oh, will just keep it that way. So, uh, no, it, it was definitely a fun format. And, uh, you know, we were super happy that we kind of brought our A games, both of those alternate shot ga- uh, days. Yeah, when I look back on it, I think uh, shooting six and seven under an alternate shot, that's that's really impressive. And um, I think it really, Davis and I obviously really meshed well in our games. We just drove the ball incredibly well. And like Davis said, we, we didn't really have much strategy going into it with the odds and evens there. But um, we had a little bit of strategy out there on Sunday, especially the back nine with which uh, golf balls uh, we were using and um, mm-hmm. how we went about that because we played different golf balls and um, obviously, uh, we're allowed to use, um, there's no one ball rule. So we are allowed to tee off with, uh, certain golf balls and, uh, down the stretch, I think it, it showed like, uh, using the different golf balls, um, on different tee shots helped. Nick, I mean, four weeks ago, I think you were on this show and you had just missed five cuts in a row. You're kind of, the game was obviously not in a good place though. When we talked you, you felt confident that you were coming out of it. I mean, it's just wild how quickly, I mean, in this case, a career can change, right? I mean, you, not that you, there was tons of season left, but at that point, you're like looking at losing your card if the season had ended and now like two year exemption into the PGA. Uh, I mean, what is, what has it been like? Did, does it give you appreciation for where you were five, five weeks ago? Big time. Um, yeah, I appreciate like like I said last time, I appreciated you reaching out to me to talk about where we were at and uh, where I was at and where like how I just missed five cuts in a row and um, the struggles. Like I felt like though, like I said last time, how close I was to playing good golf because of just how good my ball striking stats have been this year. And I know how well I've been hitting it, and it just takes a little bit of momentum to go your way. And with these tour courses and the tour setups, how hard they are, like it's hard to get momentum going sometimes and all it takes is a little spark. And I think for me this week, uh, we got off to a good start on Thursday, Davis and I really, because Davis made a, a lot of the birdies and he made the putts to get us going. And uh, that was really key for our momentum going into the week and getting started on Thursday nicely. Davis, I mean, I know you guys don't think about this, especially this early in the season, but uh, now now that you have a win and you're two years to your exemption, I mean, talk to the to people who might not know like what that means to a player like yourself. You get to pick events, you get to, you know, make your schedule. You don't have to worry about, you know, finishing in the top twenty one twenty five, top seventy, those kind of things. Kind of what does that part of it mean for guys like yourself who haven't won before and, and what that means going forward? Yeah, like you said, I mean, winning comes with a lot of perks, you know, and and I think I was kind of in a similar similar situation as Nick. I, I really hadn't gotten off to quite the start I wanted to this season, um, and I was feel like I'm like going forward. I was planning on playing a lot because you're just trying to push and get as many FedEx Cup points as you want um, to try to make East Lake. Um, but now it's like you know we won, we got a bunch of FedEx Cup points. Now we kind of like you said have the luxury of kind of making our s- schedules, and I think that's that's huge because now we can plan for, you know, the, the load management leading up to big tournaments. 
and stuff like that. So it's monumental. And then, you know, obviously having in the back of your head, you've got two year exemption. That's huge. Cause I feel like, you know, hopefully that wasn't a worry for me and Nick there. I mean, everybody has that. I feel like in the back of their mind, but there's definitely a level of stress relief there where you can just feel like, okay, I'm pretty set for the next, you know, two years and I can kind of let it go and, um, you know, play stress-free golf. And, uh, and I think at the end of the end of the day, that's kind of what we're all trying to do. And, um, just, try to take each tournament by tournament and uh, play the best we can. But no, it comes with a lot of perks and it'll be, it'll be pretty nice at, uh, adding Maui to the schedule at the beginning of next year. I know Nick's probably fired up about that as well. Um, so yeah, no, it comes with a lot of perks and uh, I think it'll be, you know, a big step going forward for me and him. Nick, Nick, do you look at, I mean, next year, top 50 get into designated events. Is that kind of the next I mean, obviously you want to win again, win an individual event, all the things that you'd have on the list normally. But now that you guys are up the FedEx Cup points, is is that kind of the, outside of the obvious goals, the the one that's kind of in the back of your mind for next season? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, for sure, the start of the season when I saw that Olympia Fields was a top 50 event, um, that's where I, my goal has always been to make it to Olympia first and foremost because – it would mean a lot to me to play in Chicago uh, in front of a home crowd at Olympia Fields. You know, Illinois golf uh, having coined that our home facility for a home tournament for a long time. Uh, that would mean a lot to me. Um, so now I've, I've set myself up in a position where I, I'm, I've got a good chance and a, a chance to make it there um, first and foremost. And obviously Eastlake is the ultimate goal, but um, playing at the BMW would mean a, a, a heck of a lot to me. And, like Davis said earlier, like I think the biggest thing about getting the two-year exemption or getting the win is the two-year exemption and how this buys you. It really buys us um, an investment again into our game and getting better because when you're when you're in the position like we were just now last week, like it's so much about the day to day grind of just trying to get the ball in the hole and doing whatever we can to get the ball in the hole now. And now I feel like um, we have a little bit more pockets in the schedule to work on game and. Um, kind of reinvest the energy into more about getting better rather than just the day-to-day grind of getting the ball in the hole. I feel like for a long time in the last year, I really haven't been able to spend days at home and grind on the game. And now I feel like I can kind of reinvest in, in myself and use that time more wisely. I mean, that's it, right, guys? I mean, you you don't have to think about putts, what they mean. And, and I know you're not thinking about that on the course, but as soon as the round is over, you're like, where did the points, you know, where did I, where did I move up or down? Like you can take, do things like withdraw from Mexico. You can start to pick your schedule, but the biggest thing is you can do what's best for your game, whatever that is play every week or, or take three weeks off. That's, that's the advantage of, of taking it. Like you can get back to whether it was college or whatever of, of playing what is best for you guys. 100%. All right. How does an Alabama guy and a and a Illinois guy, I mean, how are you guys even, like, how does this <laughs> friendship come about? Well, I'm sure, I don't, Ryan, I don't know if you saw the um, the picture that had come up, me and Nick, we actually played. Yeah. And Nick, I can't so, put a finger on the format we played together. Maybe, it might have been best. I want to say I it was think best it was ball. best ball. I think it was yeah. best ball. So we had, um, so it was the 2014 Wyndham Cup. Uh, AJGA and we had actually played together in a similar format so there was definitely a little bit of mojo there and you know I want to say that we played good together um, but yeah we, we we were familiar with each other and knew each other's games and you know we, we've played you know countless tournaments against each other from 
through all the ranks really from AJGA to college and now professional golf. So we've, we've known each other for quite some time. Coming down the stretch in a team event, like it's anxiety that, you know, players don't deal with often in X amount of times in your career. Uh, is it nice to have a, a friend there or is it like you guys are so used to being individual and dealing with all this stuff individually that it's kind of like you just kept to yourself outside of talking to shots uh, through shots or whatever. Did you guys talk about the pressure at all? Did you talk about anything or do you just try to stay in your routine as much as you can? We did not talk about uh, the pressure. We did not talk about, we, we just uh, said to each other almost every day, look, we're going to go win this dang thing. Like Davis and I said that to each other almost after every, every round, even Tuesday and Wednesday. And, I, and I'll give a lot of credit to our caddies, um, Jeff and uh, James. Like we, on Tuesday and Wednesday, Davis and I were competing with them. Like we, we shot scores on Tuesday and Wednesday in best ball and alternate shot. And those were big time days for us to just compete and kind of get in the flow of it on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but yeah, going back to the teammate thing for me, it was really huge to have Davis there uh, coming down the stretch on Sunday um, with a partner. Um, yeah, you only had to do half the work in alternate shot, but it's almost just as hard because it's hard to get in a flow in alternate shot because you're constantly like, okay, I'm on the green, I'm in the fairway, I'm on the tee. It's just there's not there's not a true flow to it, um, but it, it really felt like a true flow with Davis since our games are pretty similar. And just how well we both drove the golf ball, it made it a lot easier. All right, guys, what's the – so you took this week off. What's the schedule look like uh, coming up? You've kind of been able to change it now. What uh, what events are you looking forward to the most that, that like, you'll get into either this year or next year? Yeah, so I, I think Nick's the same. Uh, for me, next is going to be Wells Fargo in Charlotte next week. Um you know, super excited about getting into that one. Um, obviously, designated event, really nice field. Um, obviously, a good golf course. I've never been there, but hear good things about it. Um, so then there, and then um, yeah, and then obviously right around the corner too is the PGA. Uh, really looking forward to that one. So I'll probably do uh, PGA uh, Fort Worth here at home, and then the Memorial. So that this, uh, I'll say this next stretch is probably my favorite stretch on the whole schedule. Just you know, being really close to home for two of them. And then obviously you have a couple major championships that are right around the corner too. So this is kind of like, I feel like the heart of the season and um, yeah, and hopefully a nice getting a win right before all this. Cause it just, you know, like you said, we've got that cushion kind of momentum and I think it couldn't be a better time to uh, grab a win. Nick, yeah, what's David, your schedule? Pointed yeah. David pointed out Maui earlier. I got to say Maui's one on my list. I'm really looking forward to. And then, um, I think this gets me close to the Scottish Open, which for me is is important to me because I've never been to Europe before. So um, getting to go to Europe uh, right after the John Deere, which I uh, will 100% be playing the John Deere too, which uh, means a lot to me. So I'm excited for that stretch. Claire, Claire Peterson will be happy to hear, even though I think he left or retired, but I know he's a huge supporter. Uh, guys, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. I know you've done probably a million interviews it's a good problem to have suppose it could be worse uh it could be no one who wants to talk to you so uh it's awesome uh as you guys know i'm big fans of both of you so uh appreciate you being on appreciate you taking the time play well at the wells fargo awesome thanks, thanks ryan, ryan.